You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Andrew Kaplan. That sounds so weird. You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Cappy. Hey everyone, this is Cappy, and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a recipe sharing insider tips and tricks on what makes this their favorite dish. Today, you're going to hear from Chef Scott Conant. If you missed last week's episode with him, please be sure to check that out. You may know Scott as a regular judge on Food Network's Chopped or from one of his five restaurants across the country in New York City, Los Angeles, Miami, Las Vegas, or Arizona. Or you may have one of his cookbooks, or you may have just seen him on one of the many morning shows out there. Anyway, we do these Just the Plate episodes for many reasons. There's something about a personal dish that has a meaning, sometimes not only behind the actual dish, as you will hear in this episode, but also oftentimes a dish carries a form of meaning or memory to a chef. Scratch that. This dish changed my life, not only by the taste of it, but this polenta dish literally changed my life. Check out last week's episode for that full story. So in this episode, Scott takes us through a dish that will forever be on his restaurant menus and one that I will never forget. It's his super special, creamy, smooth, and delicious polenta dish. Warning, Scott has one of the most soothing voices you'll ever hear. So this recipe read is like him reading you a story. I'll stop talking, but get hungry. So my name is Scott Conan. I'm a chef. And my dish is polenta. <laughs> uh, we, so the polenta is, when I was single, I actually used to get dates with this dish. I would send out, you know, a tasting portion to a table. And sometimes it worked, you know, sometimes it didn't. But what I do, how I make the polenta is I, I use half and half. I scald it. I think that's the most important aspect of making this polenta is scalding it because it keeps it nice and sweet in the very beginning and enough salt that it enhances the lactose inside the pot of half and half. Also very important because it's going to reduce a little bit. You don't want to add too much salt. So I, it's a seven to one ratio. I use polenta bramata. Bramata is a very large grain of cornmeal from Bergamo, from Italy, outside of Milan. That's kind of where polenta is well known that it comes from Bergamo. Seven to one, seven parts, half and half, one part polenta. And I whisk it in, allow it to swell, and then turn the heat way down low. Use a wooden spoon and just stir it periodically. The temperature should be high enough that it creates this kind of inside the pot itself, the polenta is going to stick to the pot and the polenta will cook inside that skin that's created inside the pot, right? So as it's cooked inside, so it has a toasty quality. And if you don't cook it that way, you'll notice that it doesn't have that flavor development, that toastiness as it's cooking. And depending on how much I'm making, I, we make a lot in the restaurants. We sell quite a bit of it. I cook it for about two and a half hours. So most people cook their polenta for 20 minutes, or I've heard of some people cooking it for like 30, 35. I cook it for two and a half hours because I really believe that as it reduces, it identifies this sweet and salty balance. First of all, sweet because of the lactose when it's scalded. And second of all, because it's kind of meshing and intermingling with that cornmeal. If you use too fine of a cornmeal, it becomes too sweet at that point. So that's why I used a very large grain. And also that that saline content, the salt that you add to it, it really does mellow it out. And, you know, it's like that salty, sweet, sexiness dance, right? It's like listening to Bill Withers. It's like listening to Otis Redding. There's something about it, you know? And then after that two and a half hours, I change the container and I finish with a little bit of butter and freshly grated Parmesan cheese. And that's, that's how I make polenta. I'll serve it with a ragu of mushrooms. I have this 
particular preserved truffle that I buy from Italy, which is like, it's about a pint. It's about 16 ounces or so. And it cost me, my cost is about $138 per jar. It's outrageously expensive, but it's so, it's so worth it. I'll mix it with a really heavily reduced chicken reduction. So I'll do about, for a pint of glass, that chicken reduction, I'll use about four tablespoons, heavy tablespoons of that truffle reduction. And I'll, so we have the polenta in a little container that we're going to serve it in, in a vessel. We'll put mushrooms on top of that, hunch of meji, shiitake, you know, if I have chanterelle, whatever seasonal, morels, whatever. And I'll just put two or three tablespoons of that heavy reduced chicken glass and, and preserved truffles together. And if I'm feeling really fancy, I'll shave white truffles over the top of it as well. Other than that, I mean, I feel like it's enough. You know, it's just like sexy and there's a sophisticated rusticity to it. And when you eat that thing and it's done right, you just want to like rub it on yourself. <laughs> you know, at home, if, if you're going to make this dish, first of all, you can buy that chicken reduction, a, a very similar chicken gloss. And it's a brand called More Than Gourmet or Better Than Gourmet. It's one or the other. More, more Than Gourmet or Better Than Gourmet. You Google it. It's two guys out of Ohio that went to CIA, believe it or not, and kind of use very similar recipes. If I'm traveling and I can't make it, if I'm doing a, a dinner in somebody else's restaurant and I can't ship my own sauce or reductions, I'll use theirs. Cause it's, and I use it at home also. I'm not gonna make chicken reduction at home. I use, I use their stuff. It's awesome, it's awesome. So I'll use some of that. I don't use truffle oil. I don't recommend people using truffle oil, but if you want that truffle flavor, you know, truffles are expensive. So you could either use it or not use it. But ultimately the most important thing is probably the polenta itself. You know, and then, you know, roasted mushrooms over the top with a little bit of that gloss. And I think you're good to go. You could even use dried porcini and use some of that liquid from the dried porcini or chop the porcini, dried porcini up when you rehydrate them, that liquid inside that uh, sauce and reduce it down together. So it has that really deep, rich flavor. That's what I'd recommend. Find more on Scott Conant at scottconant.com. This episode was produced by Ian Cohen, Joe Yeaton, and myself. You can find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Cappy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.